Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on the time you are listening to this. My name is Olajmoke Ogunfora and you are highly welcome to the Legal Ninja podcast. I'm so excited to be talking to you today. I'm so excited to have you listen to me. And today I'm going to be talking about a concept that you might have been hearing over the past few days. For some of you, you might have guessed it, others might have not. It is the concept of a state of emergency. Essentially, I'm going to be talking about what it takes, the conditions precedent for declaring a state of emergency in a country, particularly in Nigeria. Let's get right into it. A state of emergency is a situation in which a government makes policies that it would ordinarily be unable to do in order to protect and ensure the safety of its citizens. Did you get that? So such a state can be declared during civil unrest, armed conflict, epidemic, pandemic, such as the recent COVID-19 pandemic and natural disasters. I'm going to be reading from section 305, subsection 3 of the 1999 Constitution of Nigeria, which provides for the declaration of a state of emergency in Nigeria. Subsection 3 says, the president shall have, I'm quoting word for word now, says the president shall have power to issue a proclamation of a state of emergency only when A, the federation is at war, B, the federation is in imminent danger of invasion or involvement in a state of war, C, where there is an actual breakdown of public order and public safety in the federation or any part thereof, to such extent as to require extraordinary measures to restore peace and security. D, where there is a clear and present danger of an actual breakdown of public order and public safety in the Federation or any part thereof requiring extraordinary measures to avert such danger. E, where there is an occurrence or imminent danger or the occurrence of any disaster or natural calamity affecting the community or a section of the community in the Federation. F, when there is any other public danger which clearly constitutes a threat to the existence of the Federation or when the president receives a request to do so, that is to declare a state of emergency in accordance with the provisions of section 4 of this section. What does section 4 say? Section 4 says that the governor of a state may with the sanction of a resolution supported by two-thirds majority of the House of Assembly, request the president to issue a proclamation of a state of emergency in the state when there is in existence within the state any of the situations specified in subsection 3C, 3D, and 3E of this section and when such situation does not extend beyond the boundaries of the state. So you heard that, right? A governor can request you know, can make a request to the president to declare a state of emergency in his state. Now, from the foregoing, it is clear that the president of Nigeria has emergency powers to declare a state of emergency over the country in times of war or disasters. Some of you might be wondering why, you know, it wasn't declared during the pandemic. It is usually at the discretion of the president, but subject to constitutional checks. Now, this is to prevent abuse of power. So the emergency powers, powers of emergency, that is the powers that the president has during times of emergency. Such powers are subject to constitutional checks, right? Did you get that? The president's powers during an emergency, they are called emergency powers. You know, it's at the discretion of the president, but it is subject to some constitutional checks. You know, so the legislature must approve of any declaration made by the president. Then the Senate and House of Representatives must deeply consider the situation and decide if there's a need for ratification. 
So if the president goes on to declare a state of emergency, it must be ratified by the legislature. Now the judiciary plays no obvious role, except when determining if the measures taken, as measures that could affect certain rights, you know, if they are reasonably justified for the purpose of dealing with the situation. The act of proclaiming a state of emergency in Nigeria did not just start today, or the discussion did not just start today, all right? It, it began in 1962 during the regime of Prime Minister Tafawa Balewa. That was when it was suspected that some members of the Action Group of Western Nigeria, you know, intended to overthrow the erstwhile government. Now, subsequently, we've had other declarations of states of emergency. We have um, during the President Olusegun Obasanjo, where he declared another state of emergency. That was in 2004. The state of emergency was declared on Plato State. This time around, the then elected governor and state house of assembly were suspended because they failed to act during the incessant clashes between the Muslim and Christian communities in Plato State. The most recent state of emergency declared was by President Goodluck Jonathan in three states after some deadly attacks by the terrorist group Boko Haram, which killed over 2,000 people. Now, there are some benefits to declaring a state of emergency um, where a disaster or war or pandemic has occurred. So the benefits include, you know, where, where disaster has occurred, you know, some benefits of declaring a state of emergency include providing emergency shelters or carrying out evacuations, allocating materials or equipment to help create relief, distributing or managing food and resources, imposing law and admonishing citizens to help manage the crisis. However, declaring a state of emergency is not something to be desired because most times, more often than not, the health service provision of the country breaks down during states of emergency. At some other times, human rights, such as you know, basic rights to freedom of movement, right to freedom of expression, and so on, are denied. Now, in the light of everything I have stated so far, it can be concluded that Section 305, Subsection 3 of the Constitution is not sufficient as the only legal provision for the subject of declaring a state of emergency in Nigeria. Now, while it provides information on when a state of emergency can be declared, it fails to give details on how to go about it. So it explains the when, but it doesn't explain the how. Do you see? So there should be a piece of legislation in existence. My suggestion, there should be a piece of legislation in Nigeria that does justice to this. So the legislation, the piece of legislation would go ahead to explain how, you know, the process of declaring a state of emergency as opposed to just stating when a state of emergency can be declared. Also, the legislation, the piece of legislation should give a full explanation of what the president should do with his emergency powers in such a state. So this would help to prevent future occurrences where the president is expected to act on his own discretion, yet is unsure of, you know, what to do, like in the historical examples cited above. So, yes, we've talked about what it means to declare a state of emergency. We've talked about when a state of emergency can be declared. We've talked about the powers of the president to declare a state of emergency subject to ratification by the legislature. Now, we hope that in all of this, you have learned something about state of emergency and you can carry out confident discussions with your mates or, you know, talk about this when you're with your friends and so on. So if you have any questions as to what it means to declare a state of emergency, especially as it relates to Nigeria, you can send them to hello at legalniger.com. 
We are on Instagram, we are on Twitter, we are on LinkedIn, so you can enter our DM and send questions. We would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Legal Niger podcast. We'd love to have you next week. And I remain Olajimo Keogun Have a beautiful day. Bye.